Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to The Sunroom. My name is Ren, and on this podcast, I'll dive deep into solo discussions, sharing wisdom I've gained as I step into mindful living, healing trauma, and so much more. I invite you to get back to who you are, continue to lean in as you grow, all while leading with love along the way. Join me, won't you? I'm your host, Ren, and I am quite excited. This week's episode, taking a bit further from our last episode on the emotional manifestation, then inner child. So let's start with filling your own cup. What does that even mean? Where do you even start? What does that entail for you to fill your own cup? In the analogy that I'm going to use is that you have one beautiful, large vase, glass, whatever kind of pitcher or container that you would like, even if it's a coffee cup, whatever you would like it to be. And imagine that is your prana, your life force, your purpose, your energy of self. And you know that when you're putting that prana, that life force, and you're pouring that cup into other cups, whether it's career, friendships, it is specific people, places, energetic thoughts. You know, if you are coming to terms with a lot of different traumas in your life and it may consume your thoughts a bit, that's filling a cup that's no longer, you know, needed to an extent or we can lessen the amount that we pour from that main cup, at least within the moment of filling it for ourselves. So what does that look like to fill that cup for ourselves while trying to also still manage filling other cups. It doesn't work, to be honest. Eventually you run out of juice and you are no longer full of your prana, your life force, your life purpose, your beautiful glowing energy. And you feel dull. And at times people go through depression. People go through this deep rest. I I like to think for myself when I've had bouts of depression throughout high school age, middle school, until now, it's because there's been a shift or a change that needs to be taken on, whether it's been knowledgeable or not. Now that I've looked back at it, it's been this kind of pattern in my life where I've slowed down a bit to kind of realign, readjust, and keep pivoting and moving in a direction that feels organic, aligned, and refreshing in the moment that's still going to cultivate this, you know, continual growth in my life to where I am now. And so much further than I could even imagine, hopefully towards the beginning. But within doing that, I was able to still continue to fill my cup with that kind of energy of excitement, of newness, of, you know, having that cultivated life that I would want, especially when it comes down to our inner child and it comes to some other practices and um, parts of our lives that we've experienced. It does implant these grooves, these gremlins in our lives as my filling your own cup within this analogy is to support yourself, to not lose yourself to other things in life and become a bit dull or smaller in expression than you would like, or that you know that you have the capability of of being. Abusive relationships, narcissistic relationships, and it takes time to kind of unveil these nuanced, sometimes covert 
things that people do to get this energy from your cup. But when you're able to realize these things, you'd be able to kind of see where and why with the work of trauma healing, working with a coach, a therapist, a psychologist, whatever that looks like for yourself, coming to a friend, hey, a friend's ear is always great. Even if you just verbalize the things that you're going through is amazing. So then you're able to identify why and where you would want to fill these cups in the fashion in which you do. And then from doing that, you realize, oh, well, I don't really need to do all those things. I don't need to pour this amount and this set amount and this set amount. So even that is adding back into your cup to an extent. You're taking back this energy, taking back this power of thought or responsibility that really isn't needed or asked of you. And it will make people a bit uncomfortable at first because they're used to a specific way that you walk through life, that you treat them, that they handle you, whether it's good or bad or indifferent. But that also within that dynamic of your perspective shifting adds more back into your cup. You're able to set these boundaries a bit firmer where you once only had them very softly. And that in itself will kind of fill the cup even more, keep it more sturdy within your endeavor of your healing journey. No other ways you can add to fill your cup is treat yourself, especially when you've gone through the smaller but harder things that are going on. You may not be doing a lot of physical physical productivity, but within your inner world, you're stepping into this more vastly different world. You're working on emotional healing. Your chakras are healing. The way your energy and your body flows is different. The way that I once was is no longer the person I am. And I can wholeheartedly tell you that doing the work that I have, I've only now just felt this more of a release from this older version of myself. This anxious, very overwhelmed and fried out shell of a person. I no longer could look in the mirror and say, yes, that is Corinne Heft. And within taking on, again, some practices of self-love, self-esteem, self-worth. I'm reading The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem by Nathal, Nathal Brandon, and it is amazing. I can put it in the description of this episode. And it really does open your eyes to the ways that we step in the, the way of ourselves at times in some craziest of ways. And it's all either subconscious or conscious mind that is kind of running the show and creating this reality physically in front of us. So in order to, you know, bring in more of this filled cup energy, putting back into self is so important. Reparenting ourselves is so important. Showing up for ourselves consistently to show that we are all that we need in these times. Because when we don't show up consistently for ourselves, if we aren't, you know, head going head on to these challenges in life that we have control over to an extent, why not do them? Why not show yourself that you are capable in many more ways than not to bring in this kind of filled cup from yourself? And that self-love and that self-esteem and that self-confidence just kind of shines naturally within doing that. You feel good in your body. You feel whole once again after quite a bit of time of really showing yourself this love giving yourself hugs, doing mirror work, and just staring at yourself for a couple of minutes and realizing how beautiful you are, just how you are. 
And there's not anything that you need to change, shift, or correct in this very moment in time. But it's just being in awe of the person that you are right now, the things that you've gone through, how far you've come, some of the hardest things you've probably ever been through in your life that you're still putting energy towards. Another thing I'd like to speak upon within filling your cup are these energy leaks. This is a phrase I like to use, and I'll get into it in a little bit, but these energy leaks are everywhere in our life between, again, these thoughts that pop up, being in the environment in which you're still being triggered and traumatized in is an energy leak. It just takes from your energy. And again, not trying, within doing the energy leak work, within noticing, addressing, and really putting some work into, again, some deeper issues that connect to this kind of reflection throughout your life, it helps that cup refill itself over and over and over again to the point where it's flowing over, that you have so much that it just organically has to go somewhere. And that's you expressing that into the world, leading with love, showing kindness, with boundaries, holding that structural cup up for yourself to be able to be full and then some. And there's all these other tiny cups around you that just keep organically getting filled, almost as if it's like that champagne tower and all of them magically get filled. That's what you want your life to be. And I keep repeating this. It's called your fine-tuned oasis. How can you cultivate a life for yourself Within, within what you already are going with, that you, you are at your job that you genuinely like and you are at a house that really works for you, but for some reason there's like these angles or perspectives that you hold that could maybe use, use some softening, maybe could use some sharpening, maybe could use some fine-tuning so then it can cultivate a little bit more of a pleasant vibe that you're able to then take that much further, to fill that cup that much further, to bring that environment to you to create that and cultivate that so then when you step out into the outside world when you're no longer in the safety of your own little oases whether it's just your room your whole house whether it's your life in a nutshell like with all these bigger facets I think within myself I've taken on a lot of heavy things a lot of big things lately and I've wanted to achieve and to grow and I'm very ambitious and passionate towards the things that I am very interested in. So when they come and they go and I just take them with a grain of salt because I know that something bigger and better from that experience will come to fill that cup that much further for more situations. And I think also within that filling of the cup, we're letting things go, which is interesting if you think about it. We're thinking about filling that cup the whole time as we are funneling out the old filling in the new, funneling out the old, filling in the new, funneling out the old, because we don't want it to be a stagnant cup. Again, it either it's flowing out the top or it's coming out through the bottom somewhere. We are energetically flushing out this energy constantly, pulling our power back to ourselves and again, able to give off our fresh energy to people. It's not stagnant. It's not old. It's constantly evolving, which I really love. I honestly really do because it's a weird duality within, within that phrase of filling the cup because we don't want to lose anything, but because we have so much, there is no loss. Because if we only had half a cup and we're constantly leaking out the bottom or pouring out the top, whatever which way it's kind of taken itself, burning from both ends kind of speak, 
you're not getting anywhere. You're not getting anywhere. You're not adjusting anything. You're not bringing anything new. You're not adding to the table any creativity or space to hold others emotionally. But when you do let that flow, when you do release, when you do let go and you are able to call in and sit in your worth and fill your cup and know that you are more than capable to take care of yourself emotionally and you've stemmed down into a lot of the things that are causing these energetic leaks, a lot of things start to lighten up. So let's talk about energetic leaks because it looks like that's the direction we're going in. And they can vary from everybody's situation. It can be completely different. What does an energetic leak look like? Very extreme, sudden loss. That's very close to me. Friends and family that are not putting in the same amount of effort that is given out. A lot of traumas that I've been through or experienced when it came to self-worth and self-esteem. These leaks of worry, anxiety, of thought of you know, change and shift and how it will affect others are such big energy leaks for myself. Knowing that I, I hold this magnetic capacity be about myself, that I do take on a aura about me when I'm in public and people do look, stare, or come up and talk to me and tell me about their lives, which is lovely. I don't want to block those things out per se, but I'm, you're taking out those energies Also, energy leaks do not have to be something that you organically or right up front know is that for you. I went my whole entire life having these energy leaks and, and we're creating these crimes against wisdom. When we're going through life in a way that isn't serving us, that is going against what our purpose and our more natural nature is called for, the more that it's going to disrupt this kind of energy. So how do we patch these energy leaks? For myself, it's been a lot of needing to figure it out and see it for myself. There has been a lot of aha moments at times when it comes to emotionally detaching from situations, not taking things so personally. And I know it's different for everybody else, but from my own experience, it was a release of those kinds of situations to where I had been able to flip the role of being the victim to being the empowered that's being oppressed. Knowing the power within me, knowing the expression that I have throughout this world and the, the stamp that I'm putting on this experience that I have that called life is a lot more complex and divinely guided than I could even imagine. And I know that people see that and people like to take advantage of it or they like to dismiss it because it shows where they are not showing up for themselves in their life. And again, I know that I have the availability and the privilege of being a white woman with blonde hair and blue eyes to quit her job and take on a role like this in order to help others. But there is a huge calling to fill those patches up, lessen that kind of overload of stimuli get outside, to get grounded, to be in this energy of, we need to change this. A lot of things have been happening for a long time in our own lives that are now coming to the surface, that are now having a lighter, more softened approach to them, or we are taking more of a harder stand, a more sharper approach to being able to really put 
a bend, a curve to what we're doing to create a new. We have to take this moment here and now. We have to meditate on these things, have clear mind, because when we do meditation, we're able to take away all these outside influences and be able to be a bit more with ourselves. Who are we? Who am I? Where do I sit? If I take all these boxes and exterior things away, who am I? Where do I sit? Where do I lean? Where do I grow? And the more that you're able to do that and quiet yourself through movement, through craft, through whatever it is, you're filling your own cup within that moment because you're taking time to understand your inner world a bit more to aid and be able to have this moment of ease, then you're in control of that. You're in control of your reaction, your expression of self, and not that you can't care, not that you are not passionate, but you're able to have a more clearer mind on the direction you would like to go for your own self. And that's when those energy leaks will slowly, one by one, all begin to fade away. These more larger, more general topics that we find in our life, whether, again, that's anxiety, stress, it's this or that, they all stem into these tinier window ways or doorways into aspects of our life that can be closed off. These energy leaks get locked away, and it just gets subsided over time because you can let go. You can let it be. You can... Let there's not a, a, a tight grip on the things that are no longer serving us. And not that we won't forget them, not that we, we won't sit here and erase them from our mind that's not letting it go, but it's seeing it from a different perspective, holding it energetically differently in our body, being able to ex- accept that something bad has happened, know that we are using it to no longer reflect out into the world in a different way, And again, continuing to fill our own cup, be consistently showing up for yourself in ways that may shock and change people themselves. But that's what all this is for, because in the grand scheme of things, that's that's what I've been doing. I'm standing more into my, my authentic self, and it shocks and awes people. Good, bad, or indifferent, I'm enjoying it. Because it's my own journey. People are watching this unfold right in front of their eyes. And I'm able to give them something from this. Because I am filling my cup. Because I am taking every day slowly, passionately. Whether it's through drawing, coloring, painting, reading and writing. To recording my podcast in it. My room is my oasis. And I think the more that we step into this new more grounded and forward-thinking energy, it's really time to put our, our sight forward and really give ourselves a second to think about where we were six months ago, where we were six years ago, and how strong you are for standing in your authentic truth. And even when you do fall off the bandwagon, not to self-sabotage, but learning to bring yourself back to that happiness taking that energy leak of that self-sabotage and sticking it away. So you are more energetically aligned next time to take on whatever it may be to lean into growth, stepping in and showing the fuck up. Visit me next Wednesday on the 11th. I can't wait to see you guys. Have a great day. See you next time.
As this podcast grows, I can't wait to share my wisdom, love for meditation, and spiritual learnings with you along the way. Intrigued by the discussions thus far, I invite you to connect with me one-on-one through my website at www.flowwithren.com and to stay social at flow underscore with underscore Ren on my Instagram for updates, podcast announcements, events, and much, much more. I can't wait to see you around. Have a great day.